Good morning. Or good afternoon. The antis are coming. The antis are here. If there ever was love here in these divided states, it's going away in ways too numerous to mention. Every minute of every day, every day, a new anti shows its ugly and hateful countenance. Anti-Native American hate, anti-Mexican American hate, anti-African American hate, anti-Latin American hate, anti-Latinx hate, anti-Asian American hate, anti-Semitic hate. All the antis have one thing in common. They're all human, living in these divided states, surrounded by those who claim to be supreme, but prove to be anything but. As a casual observer of what we're all seeing today, that wasn't started by the wannabe New York realtor who won the highest office in these divided states with the assistance of Vladimir Putin and his mother Russia is the systemic fact that hate again is on the rise. Don't get me wrong, it has never gone away, possibly astray. However, with all the hate-filled words that have been spewed about by far too many malcontents and ne'er-do-wells that on a whole don't really possess the gray matter that the good Lord has given us all from birth. What with the hate of the Mexican people that descended from the escalator with the devil incarnate and the MAGA brigade, which really was a not so subtle disguise for Mawa. No, not great again, but most definitely white again. Then the continued anti-African-American onslaught of executions by the new clan in blue. Then the idiotic outcry by the orange one in charge for the last four years of Antifa, which really meant and means anti-him. He's definitely the fascist. Next, it's the on-again, off-again anti-Semitic screams of the so-called supremacists which, truth be told, they aren't supreme in anything other than ignorance with a huge dose of stupidity. The latest is the on-again, off-again rise in the hate of anti-Asians in our community, also fueled by his orange highness, I mean lowness, when he continues his illiterate nonsense referring to the global pandemic we have been faced with and calling it the China flu. How stupid. By the way, whether or not a lab in China may be responsible, it's no reason to label an entire race of people with his brand of ugliness. But then again, consider the source. Last but not least, let's not forget the hate-filled rant by that devil incarnate with his hatred of all immigrants of color. Along with his love of immigrants, 
devoid of color. With all of this reminds me of is two poems. One by Denny Moon, along with the poem by Martin Nimola. Nimola was referring to the communist. He was a German theologian and a Lutheran pastor. He is best known for his opposition to the Nazi regime during the late 1930s and for his wisely, widely quoted 1946 poem, First They Came. The poem exists in many versions and many languages. The one featured on the United States Holocaust Memorial reads, and I quote, First, they came for the socialists, and I did not speak out, because I was not a socialist. Then they came for the trade unionists, and I did not speak out, because I was not a trade unionist. Then they came for the Jews, and I did not speak out, because I was not a Jew. Then they came for me, and there was no one left to speak for me. Nimola was born in 1892 in West Germany. He was a national conservative and initially a supporter of Adolf, well, you know. But he became one of the founders of the Confessing Church, which opposed the Nazification of German Protestant churches. He opposed the Nazis and their Aryan beliefs, but was also a self-identified, wait for it, anti-Semite. His opposition to the Nazis' state control of the churches. Nimola was imprisoned in Sachsenhausen and Dachau concentration camps from 1938 until 1945. Along with the Jews he hated due to the original big lie about Jews told by good old Adolf karma, if you will. He narrowly escaped execution. After his imprisonment, he expressed his deep regret about not having done enough to help victims of the Nazis. Go figure. Then there's the second poem that I often think about. One by Denny Mound. And I quote, They said Today it's me. Tomorrow it will be you. I ignored them. Yesterday, it was the other guy. I said nothing. They went after the woman, brutalized her. I remained in my cocoon. It was not me, after all. I had my freedom. Theirs taken. By all means, it was fine by me. So I looked the other way. They said, let's stand together, united. I turned a blind eye. Am not my brother's keeper. They will come for you, someone said. Deaf ear, I had no reason to fear. Then I stood alone. They needed someone to go for. Life became tough, so I coughed. They came for me, the quiet one, brutalized me canned me with trumped up charges. I cried out for help. No one came. I blamed everyone else but myself. I helped create this tyranny. 
I failed to speak out against social injustice, corruption, and the like vice. And now they crush me like lice. Speak, 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 and speak. Get involved. Liberty is expensive. Seek not a root aggressive. Shy not from being heard. Speak. End quote. And that was Mr. Denny Moond, born in 1956. Moond and Mueller. They were born 64 years apart, one in West Germany, the other in these divided states of America. Yet their words, as close to identical as they can be. Let's all look within ourselves to find answers. Michael Jackson said, look to the man, I say, or woman, in the mirror. I'm starting with the man in the mirror. I'm asking him to change his ways. And no message could have been any clearer. If we want to make the world a better place, take a look at yourself and then make a change. Thank you, Mike. If only some of the deplorables and those in the Mawa and Maga Brigade should heed those words, maybe, just maybe, we'll all be in a better place. Too easy to see we are daily moving away from what the world needs now, and now seeing more hate within so many, unfortunately. Ebony Contrarian, speaking out as best I can, still listening, still learning. Out for now.